Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, a D&D actual play 5e adventure of the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. My name is Thomas, and I'm your DM for this adventure. For our characters, we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Last we left our adventurers, they had just recovered from the dragon attack, received their gift from Mayor Nighthill, and bonded a little before they set off through the underground tunnel to stop the mill from being burned down. After some clever stealth rolls and utilizing the stream as a lazy river, they made it to the mill where they quickly dispatched of the ones setting it on fire. After some investigating though, and standing watch, Mal and Lance began to discuss what to do with the noises that they heard inside the mill. More specifically, the voices they heard inside the mill. Meanwhile, Fleeple decided to walk in stealthily and noticed six figures hiding in the rafters. After getting the drop on them, the group dispatched of all six before they were able to run off and warn who knows who. Further investigation, however, showed that three were the cloaked figures that Fleeple saw earlier, and they all had similar jewelry and markings on their hands, while the other three appeared to be more prepared for battle and rugged. We come upon our adventurers just as Fleeple slaps the only captured individual awake and yells directly in his face. So, Fleeple. You've yelled at this individual, who's tied up, and has had all of his knives removed. He looks genuinely confused as you're standing there on top of him. Is there anything you add to what you have just spat in his face? I look down at him, and I say, Now you can try and defend yourself all you wish, but you've allied yourself with servants of Tiamat, and I am not going to take kindly to that. And I kind of ramble on for a bit. And I force a sneeze, and as I do, I cast Primal Savagery so that my teeth and claws just grow all jagged and sharp. And then I sniff a little bit and go, Oh, sorry about that. It, it's a little difficult at times to hold in the, you know, the beast within. But, uh, yes, I, I've been talking too much. How about you talk for a little bit? <laughs> Go ahead and roll an intimidation check then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have great intimidation, and but let's see how this goes. With that clever use of the spell, do it with advantage. Oh, honey. Yeah, that's going to be a 19. Mm-hmm. 19. You were savage and then back to normal, or you're still savage? Uh, savage and back to normal. Okay. So, yeah, this primal savagery is only six seconds of, like, weird growth, and then it just, like, disappears magically. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you put on this intimidating presence, intimidating show for this uh, individual, he goes, Oh, hey, 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 hey. And he's all tied up, remember? Uh, so his arms are right by him. He's got nothing. You're right in his face, basically. And he goes, Hey, 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 okay, okay. We can all be reasonable here, okay? We don't need to go flying off the handle and uh, <laughs> doing anything too drastic as he's like looking around at the dead bodies around him <laughs> and uh, uh look, look, look what do you want to know i mean uh, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what i can all right you've been hired by somebody who's you been hired by oh yeah we've been hired by this uh yeah, this weird cult thing uh it's uh cult of the cult of the scales or the uh, cult of the cult of the whatever her name no it's uh it's uh the cult of the dragons that's what it is yeah this weird purple robed girl she 
she she got she got me and a bunch of other mercenaries uh, lined up to help with this raid on Greenest here. And uh, I've only been with them for about a week. This is kind of our first my first gig with them, so. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be turning out too well, you know what I mean? So, no, it doesn't. Uh, Perhaps it's best if you keep your association with them to only a week, or I can make sure that it stays that way. Uh, I can guarantee you, I ain't uh, going back after this. And he kind of looks down at his chest and goes, Hey, where are my knives? Did you, you take my knives? No, I did not take your knives, but I think you're deflecting a little bit here. Now, this purple-robed individual, do you know her name by any chance? Oh, yeah, um... Oh, let's see what was it. I only met her. I only met her once in this crazy big meeting where she was going on and on and on about how we uh, needed to go raid Greenest and it was to bring glory to her master and a bunch of hokey to me. But hey, I was I was looking forward to you know the the coin. So um, I believe her name uh, is Mon- Mondath. Mondath, I believe. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what everybody else told me. That's what the other uh, cultists told me here. They definitely would have had more information had you, had you not killed them. <laughs> so. And I, uh, I slap him across the face again, and I just go, oh I can't God. take this anymore, Lance Thalen. It's your turn. And I s- kind of storm off, and as I pass Lance Thalen, I say, make sure you show him those knives you took. Mel will just stand there slack-jawed. Just- I'll lean over to Fleep, and I said, I believe I specifically stated I'm not the best talker. (laughs) And I lean in even closer and I say, well, we see how that just turned out. I mean, I'm not a good talker. I got some information out of him. I didn't have to talk a lot. I just had to slap him in the face. (laughs) Okay. I will will walk up to the individual and I will kind of squat down like in front of him. And as I'm doing so, I'll unbutton my coat so that his uh, gear that I basically stole off him is visible with the knives in it. Oh, man, come on. I need that. I don't think you do anymore. I'll have to admit here, I'm not the best talker. Um, I'm not very convincing. I'm not uh, the best looker either, if, I, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't <laughs> mind you saying so. After all, you're the one tied up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let these two take care of you while I go round up the rest of your friends that we butchered outside. And I'll stand up and I will go out the door and I'm going to start rounding up the bodies and slowly dragging them in um, <laughs> I to give him a the barn. Up as he passes and like kind of like lining them, I will when I bring them into the barn, I will like line them up very visibly next to them. And, you know, Lance isn't Afraid of this, I might stab him a couple more times <laughs> just to show a little bit more brutality to whatever happened. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm hanging out with a psychopath. Not a psychopath, just a very strategic use of material that we have. <laughs> All right, go and roll me Great. a general athletics check just to see how long it takes you to. Yeah, I'm not very good at this. To get these, these bodies all lined up. <laughs> That's. Oh, it's actually not too bad. 17. Hey. Okay. Yeah, in a somewhat timely manner, definitely within the next conversation, most of the dead bodies are in a row. So whoever takes the next part of this conversation, that is, uh, Lance will be dragging them in during your conversation. So during this horrifying thing that's about to happen... You don't know what I'm going to do. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know it. Mal will just sit down next to the guy against the millstone. Just... Mm -hmm kind of sit with her 
knees drawn up or arms hanging over, just real relaxed. Okay. He is definitely wary of you since you're the one that took him out. He's got shifty eyes like looking away from you at every opportunity he can and not not really trying to meet you, meet your gaze necessarily. So, um, you're just here for coin, huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, guys gotta eat, you know? Again, looking away from you. Don't I feel that, man? I'm, I'm here for the coin, too, and I got mixed up with these guys, and I don't know that it was oh. the best decision. <laughs> you, so know what I, you know what I'm you, saying? So, so you came with the cult, too? No, 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 <laughs> sorry. Um, these, uh, as the first body slides <laughs> in. <laughs> Ooh, stabbed in the throat. It's not good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's not particularly loquacious, um, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, so here's the deal. I'm here for coin. You're here for coin. Neither of us signed up for this. So your, your big bad over here said some names. Could we run them by you? And if you have any information, you could tell us and we'll let you go. He slowly meets your eyes, like with his. And as Lance is just leaving the barn... He glances at Lance, glances at you, and he goes, You throw in a couple of my knives, I'll tell you everything you need to know. Deal. All right. Hey, uh, hey Fleeple, from where you are, can you give me some of those names that that guy said? And I just call out from the other side of the building, uh, Lenathon. Does that mean anything to you, friend? Uh, Lenathon, Lenathon. Uh, did you meet this person? No, just uh, that the guy back there said it. Uh, let me go ahead and roll. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, Lenathon. That was, uh. Let me tell you. First off, these guys are just bonkers, okay? They, they, uh. They, they're all into, like, worshiping dragons? You know, I don't want to worship a dragon. It's just going to eat me if, if. if if I take the time to have a conversation with it or give it a gift, I, I mean, how do they know they're not going to be eaten? Well, I guess maybe some of them want to be. So you can tell, like, he's he's easily sidetracked in the conversation. And if you allow him, he just keeps going and going and going and going. I mean, and then and that's my mom. Yeah, she... she she mm, yeah, I feel she that. never mm-hmm. she was never a religious person either. Yeah, you know, I feel ya. So, you. So, know uh, yeah, I do. Uh, the question was Lenathon. Oh, of the third bodies being dragged in. Oh my gosh, that Goliath was so heavy, I just had to cut off his head. I didn't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, oh my gosh. You got some weird psychos you're working with here, lady. Uh, Don't, I know it. Let's not even get uh, into it. Can we talk about Lanathon? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Lanathon, I believe that's that big old old dragon flying around. Yeah, I believe that was uh, who that was. I don't know, though. I mean, I just... Tried to keep my ears open when when some of those cultists were talking around me, see what information I could get and see what yeah. else I could squeeze out of this group. Yeah. But uh, knowledge is power, right? Like when you know stuff, you can bargain yeah, well, for stuff. I mean, it's money, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I feel not necessarily yes. power, but um, sure. yeah, you do what you can. Uh, Sleepo, was was there something else that that leader said? Uh, he talked about pledge yourselves to Lenathon. Mondath is going to draw and quarter you, do something unpleasant to you, but we already know that Mondath oh. is... Mondath. The... Yeah, talk, tell us about Mondath. Yeah, Mondath. Uh, well, she's real crazy. She's uh, apparently in charge of this 
excursion that we had here to Greenest, um, and to some of the other surrounding villages around here. Uh, she's just been in charge of getting as much jewels, as much gold, really just as much treasure as she possibly could find, and this was one of the more heavily populated regions here, so that's why she decided to attack Greenest here today. Um, but, yeah, she's, she's, she's pretty nuts. I mean, we got some prisoners back in the camp, and, uh, she, uh, she doesn't treat them nice, I say that. I, I, I'll tell you one thing, I don't want to be on prisoner duty. Yeah, you, you got what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, um, ignoring those ropes that you're not our prisoner. So, um, would you say she's in charge of the Colts, or was she just, like, one of the randos next to the person that was running the Colts? I mean, middle management. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from what I could tell, she she was running things. I mean, she was the one who was creating, that gave us the job. She's the one that hired me. I mean, she's the one that saw to the day-to-day -day of the camp that, that we were stationed at. So, yeah, I mean. You said that there was a camp. It's not just like the six of you. There's some others. Well, it's definitely not the six of us. I mean, have you seen everybody attacking the city? I mean, you had to have seen it, right? I mean, anyway. I, we've been in some skirmishes, mostly hanging out in the river, you know, just hanging low. I just, you know, we're not those kind of people. I just want to stay away from that dragon. Oh, yeah. No, I don't blame you. I mean, that dragon probably fry me in the barbecue and uh, have me for a snack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. Almost did, man. I was right. Oh, like, really? Right there, man. Yeah, I T saw tell it. Tell me about it. Oh, it, if I had to put my health on like a number, I was down to like a four. So, oh, that's kind of weird that you would uh, label your... You don't label your health? Your, your vitality like that, I mean... Odd. I would put you at like a one right now. You well, might want to think about that. Anyway, so... hurtful, but uh, okay. Where, where are you guys camping? Are you like near the city? Are you hanging out in the woods? Like, you're a grunt. Well, what accommodations are they even giving you guys? Well, I mean, I've been there once, so... The direction's a little bit hazy, you know, I'm trying to think about where where we were, where we came from. Can I take it's five little... gold coins out of my pouch, and I'll just drop them one by one on the floor in front of him? Does that make that map a little less hazy? As he does that, he goes, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, that reminded me of where the sun was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just southeast of here. This naturally formed caldera, almost, if you will. There's some hills blocking most of it. But yeah, you can't really miss it if you follow the road. What it's was it called just, again? Uh, it wasn't called anything. It was just oh, southeast. I thought you said Kild southwest. Caldera. Or caldera. Cald it's like a caldera. What's that? It's uh, the bowl of an extinct volcano. Oh, yeah. I mean, just go southeast and uh, you, sh you should be able to find it. I I imagine. Or just follow some of these nutsos. You know, I'm not going back there. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Fleeple, is there anything else you'd like to ask our friend? I uh, think about it for a moment, and I come slowly sauntering my way over, and I lean down over his face and say, So, are you going to pay penance for your crimes or anything? Oh, absolutely. I mean... There is nothing more that I want to do than to make up for the mistakes that I've made tonight here. I'll walk I'll walk forward a little bit and I'll bend over next to Fleeple and I go, You wanna be a great start to that, Fleeple? What's that? Five gold 
to the local orphanage. You don't say. That's a good idea. And I'll just pick up the five gold (laughs) that Mal dropped. Great donation. Great way to start a new life. So, my friend, I'm going to stand up and I'll pull him to a stand. (gasps) Okay. All right. So so here's the deal. You're really strong. Okay. Thank you. So here's the deal. I'll give you some coin. You're going to go northeast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to forget that you ever saw us or anything that we've done. Also, oh. my little friend here is going to cast a spell on you. Here's the spell. If you end up going northeast for any reason, it will alert us and we will come and find you and do all of this. And I'll gesture to the dead bodies to you. Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now? I believe you meant to say southeast in following you, right? Yeah, I said southeast. Okay. I said not. I said I want him to go northeast. Don't come southeast. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me an intimidation check. Great. Or actually, a deception check. My bad. I'm going to assist her. I begin to wave my hands around, and I start chanting in primordial, just as deep <gasps> okay. and intimidating as I can. My is that an advantage, or do you roll? Yeah. No, he... Fleeple has terrified him already, and he saw what Fleeple could do during the battle, so the fact that he has started doing it, that is with advantage, that deception check, so... Uh, 16. 16. As this mercenary looks over to Fleeple and back to Mal, Fleeple, you're in the middle of your pseudo-incantation here. Mekalekai. Mekai Okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Um, you got it. I'm going northeast. I will never go southeast uh, after you. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you don't have to worry about me hearing from me ever again, okay? <laughs> yeah, we just uh, call, it, call it good then? Great. I will take out my knife and cut his bands. Lance, pay the man. I didn't. What? Lance? What? Pay the man. Pay him He's what? He's rubbing his wrists and going, yeah, pay, pay up. Pay up. Pay him what? Come on, pay Lance. What? Pay up. Pay, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. It, it's a euphemism slit his throat. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, 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 What? I didn't, I don't understand. I feel like, I don't know, four gold, does that feel fair? No, no, it does not. Lance? Pay the man. I have strong objections to paying someone who just slaughtered children and women. Lance, pay the man. Can I like stop my foot? Can I do an intimidation? Uh, sure. She's she's meaning the government. (laughs) Pay the man. Pay the man. I don't want to use that d20 anyway. Yeah, it didn't. (laughs) Do I roll against that at all? Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what her result is, and then okay. we'll go from there. 22. Ooh. 22. Uh, so player-to-player roles are interesting, mm-hmm. because as best as far as I can tell, even if a role is incredibly successful, the agency of the player is never taken away unless a spell has been cast or things like that. So, Lance, what I will let you do is I will let you roll a... I'm either thinking charisma or wisdom check. Both are gonna suck. (laughs) 
let's do let's do a wisdom check. All right. I'll have you roll, and this is just a check, not a saving throw. Gotcha. Well, that's a that's a seven. So that just means that he's intimidated, but then he can choose still if he's going to pay up or not, under the right. idea you, that he's intimidated. Is that what you we're saying? Are, yeah. So the result of this is Mal saying pay up and stamping her feet, uh, looming, her figure seems to grow a little bit, and Lance, as you look at her, as her figure starts to grow, it doesn't actually grow, but in the light, you could swear in the light that the shadows behind her also start to grow and move. Her shadow, like, splits into two, and, like, tendrils, like, start reaching out towards you, and as you blink your eyes, close them real quick, and open them, it's just Mal there, looking at you angry. I will take out four gold, the ones that Mal originally dropped on the floor. (laughs) And I will, as I'm walking over, I will pass by one of the bodies. And I will just put my hand on it, and I'll wound, specifically. Reach over as I'm walking further, and I will just wipe all of that blood onto those coins. (laughs) And drop them one by one into his hand. Okay. So as you very swiftly, very deliberately, though, take this blood, just encompass the gold in this blood, and you bring it over to them, staring right at this uh, mercenary. This mercenary stares at you as you drop them into his hand, and at first he he's just like, all right, I'm getting my gold, but he sees that it's blood. And then he looks back up to you with the intensity in your eyes. And if he weren't waiting for the last gold piece, he would be moving away from you. Uh, he seems intimidated or frightened. And after he gives you, you give him that, he go, he turns to Mal and goes, uh, I don't need my knives. I mean, I, uh, this is more, more than enough here. So, uh, well, a good day to all of you. And, uh, I'll, uh, and he just runs. He just books it out of there. Fleeple, what part of good constable and bad constable made you think that you were supposed to be the bad constable? What do you mean? I I was the good constable. That man was a horrible individual. He deserved pain. He deserved every bit of horror that he got. And you're over here giving him money? Telling him that he's doing a good job? You objectively did a pretty bad job as a constable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many deals you've had to make for survival. I feel like being a kobold, you probably should have. But in my experience, people who get paid keep their mouths shut. And I pause, and I think for a moment, and I look up at Mal and Lance, and I say, Was I acting like a bad guy? Well! Bad, Bad is a great term. And to a man who did probably what he did tonight and did a lot of bad, he probably had some bad coming to him. So I wouldn't categorize that as a failure. But, but, I think you were but, quite successful. You, you, yes, I'm successful, sure, but you just said that what I did to him was bad. No, no, no. I what you I did wasn't bad. I would moralize I would, it like that. I, for once, agree with... Lance, I think that he did have some bad coming to him, and you dealt out just enough bad to him. Oh. As you are all having this conversation, you hear 
in the distance some shouting and some footsteps running your direction from another part in town. They seem to be running up to the mill, and they are rapidly approaching. Everyone, get in the rafters. We're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get in the rafters. I'm, I'm just going to peek my head out the door and see if I can see them coming. And I want to do the same from the rafters check. up top. You got it. You got it. Both of you roll me a perception check. I'm just going to cover my head with my fleece and hide behind the millstone. Okay. You can roll stealth if you'd like. 17. I'm no, 16, 16. Give myself guidance on that, because why not? Four. <laughs> uh, 11. Okay. So 11 stealth for Fleeple, thinking about the conversation that they just had, not super being concerned about how stealthy he is. Mal, you spent so much time getting up to the rafters that when you finally get to the window that was broken from the woman jumping out... Um, you accidentally cut yourself on your face and so <laughs> on your cheek you're like ah I mean it's so slight and just a tiny bit of blood but just enough to get a little bit of a trickle but you're mainly distracted at that and Lance as you look out towards the direction that the footsteps are running you see a good ten armed individuals running your direction and with your high perception roll you notice that they are not cultists not mercenaries but townsguard so these are the individuals that the mayor said he was going to send once you had dealt with the initial issue and they seem to be relieving you or to be the permanent defense against the mill and s- the defense against the dark arts gotcha um yes there you go. <laughs> i will say i'll just say to fleeple and mal I'll just be like looks like the backup has finally arrived so where uh, With your cut cheek trying to look through the window mal, broken shattered window mal you're looking out the back window, the front window. <laughs> oh, well. The front. That's embarrassing. I'll just climb yep. down like ashamed. Just climb okay. back down and join him. Sounds good. Uh, the leader of this group runs up to you, Lance, as you're the one who's visible. And as he runs up to you, you see that he's pretty bloodied up in a lot of areas. Like, he's wearing a helm, but you could definitely see some blood underneath the helm. And his tunic and, like, his armor is stained with blood. And so he runs up and goes, Oh, what, oh, is this, have you taken care of the threat? Um, yes, yes, all, all threats to the mill have been eliminated and you'll find the bodies inside. Oh, praise be to the defender. Thank you so much for taking care of this. We, we have it here now. And he motions for the other individuals, other nine, to round up. Round up, everyone! Get into the positions! Defend this mill! Cool. And they form a defensive perimeter around it. And the leader comes up to you, Lance, and goes, I assume you're in charge of this uh, excursion out who dealt with the, the threat? No, 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 no. Heavens no. Um, we're, no one's really in charge. We're just kind of... We've just... We were all three recruited to do this. That's all right, and Mal and Fleeple, you you are around at this point, so you can join if you so desire. But he goes, oh, well, how many were there? What what were they doing? There were six in the mill and five outside the mill. That sounds right. Uh, they were just they. Um, not sure actually. They were they had fires going, but they weren't on the mill. They were around the mill. Not sure why. Oh, so Maybe. what were the six doing inside? 
they were hiding, and they were they, they were just, hiding while the mill was being burned. The mill wasn't burned? the mill wasn't being burned. Fleeple, I you looked at the fires. What did what did you think that was going on? Yeah, so from what I understand, they were sending up a lot of smoke into the air. I imagine it was a signal of some sort. So these individuals inside were probably waiting for something. They didn't expect, it seemed, to be getting into combat with a, well, a well-trained force such as ourselves. So what they were waiting for, I can't rightly say. We should have asked that man what they were waiting for in the mill. There was a man. There was a man alive. Yes, um, she decided to let him go. And she paid him four gold, too. So He turns to you, Mal, and he goes... The mayor would have liked to have spoken to somebody like that. And you just let them go? And I just mutter under my breath, mm, bad constable. <laughs> <laughs> a deal was a well, deal. I made the deal I needed to make to get the information that I needed. Uh, I apologize for that. No allegiance to... <sighs> and he stops himself. He goes, well, what information did you find out from this man? I think that that's something to tell the mayor himself. Well, fine. Get yourselves back to the keep and tell the mayor then. I'm sure he'll love to hear about how you let one of the people go. I'm sure he would. Good day to you, sir. And with that, he just shakes his head in disgust and looks at you, Lance, and goes, if there's anything else you can tell us, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, about, about what specifically? About the post? Is there, are there reinforcements coming? Uh, to the mill? Of the enemy. Are they oh, come back here? Uh, we do know that there's a camp somewhere. Um, I think that's what Mal wanted to talk to the mayor about. Ah, but no immediate threat here at the mill, none as far that, as you can tell. None that we were informed of, especially because Fleeple put out, and Mal put out the fires to signal whatever we think was happening. Ah, very good. Well, well, young Fleeple, you, you have done greenness to great service today. Thank you. And thank you as well, good sir. And he kind of looks, and he looks over to Mal, and doesn't say anything to her. He goes, I must attend to my other, to my troop here, so if you'll excuse me. And he goes inside and starts to round up uh, some of the dead bodies that have been dragged into the <laughs> uh, mill here, next to the flower where the mill's still going. <laughs> One person. <laughs> and just stops the mill from turning. Oh, so that's how you do it. That would have been really less annoying if you did that. <laughs> During the entire interrogation. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I said we have a camp. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So make our way back. Making our way back. Making our way back to the keep a long day. Okay, how do you intend to get back to the keep? Well, um, does it seem like the... City is still under siege, or has it died down now we can that the dragon ask the is gone? Yeah, let's ask the captain that real quick. Is it a clear path to the keep, or is it still nasty? Sorry, what? Oh, back to th- back back to the keep. Uh, no, there are still patrols out everywhere. We had to fight a few uh, few patrols ourselves getting over here. I think most of them left us alone because of our numbers, but um, some some were feeling quite courageous. So there's still enemies about. So might I suggest we go back the way we came? Yes. Sneakily and through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Okay. Great. So you go down to the river, and you're going to be wading against the current I back the way you came. Down I go along to the, the river to bank, probably. Yeah, probably not going against the current. So. Okay. 
So you're not in the water, you're just outside of it, but still still right next to it, so yeah. you're not necessarily like on the ridges above it. And the yeah. sound Marking can maybe patrols. dull out the sound of us walking and stuff like that. Okay. So, everybody roll a stealth check with advantage, please. Yeah, yeah. I'll give Mal guidance, just for fun. Appreciate That's it. a good idea. D4? Yep, D4. 23. Okay. Non-natural and Lance, 20. I got a 7. Don't forget, you have inspiration. Lance, what was your stealth check? 23. Mal? Uh, non-natural 20. And Fleeple? 7. Ooh. Okay. So as all of you are making your way down to the river... Making our way down to the river. <laughs> as you're going down to the river, Fleeple is really caught up in some of this stuff that you were all discussing before the troop of soldiers arrived and it's not really looking where and he and Fleeple just starts walking into the river itself and splash 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 making a lot of noise kicking up some rocks and pebbles and Mal and Lance both of you stop him not forcefully but just remind him can I pick him up after uh, he splash him if you'd like to yeah a little condescending but okay Fleeple, would you care for a ride? Uh, you know, that'd be fine, I reckon. So, help him up. I'm back. Yeah, so it'll be more like a somewhat heavy toddler on your shoulders or on your actual back if you're holding on. But as all of you are going back the direction you came, as quietly as you can, it takes a good 10-15 minutes. Lance, the as you keep every step that you take, your left leg just... It's starting to hurt real bad. And as you look down, you just stop and take a look at it. You notice that you actually did get hit in the previous battle with the Goliath. And as a result of that, you do take eight points of damage. This is retroactive for our listeners when we realize that rogues can't take the dodge action. So As a bonus action. Yeah. As a bonus action, yes. So... It's not too bad. It's not enough to where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. But it is significant, and it does hinder you slightly. But you're already stealthing. Uh, go ahead and roll me perception checks, all of you. Non-natural 20. Dang. Nine. 17. Man, Flaple, two <laughs> bad rolls in a row. I'm just all caught up in my ethical quandaries here. Apparently. <laughs> so, Flaple, being on the back of Mal, you... You rest your head on her back, or like you rest your head on her head, and you're not really paying attention or listening. You're you're really just thinking about whatever. But Lance and Mal, you do see that there are some patrols, and this time they're a little bit sneakier, so they're not as obvious. But these ones are mainly just cultists, but you do see a couple mercenaries just keeping their eye about, hugging to the trees as you're making your way down this river to back to the grate. But, because of your stealth checks, there is nothing that seems to draw their attention. So you can cross the water quietly back to the grate. It is locked, so I will need another dexterity check from whoever has the key. I would probably still have the key. Okay, so go and roll me a dexterity check. 15. Okay, that is enough. You get it in there and the gate opens up, and you're able to make your way back into the keep area. I assume that you lock the gate behind you again. Okay. As 
as we're as we're doing that, I'm going to try because I've I've seen where Mal has put the key. I'm going to try and pick that offer. <laughs> okay, so a good sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Go and roll that. All right, first sleight of hand I've done this time. Or no, I kind of did it in the in the drinking game. That's true. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's nineteen. 19. Definitely higher than I could perceive. <laughs> yeah, what's your passive perception, Mel? Oh, 12. Even 12. with a roll, I don't have anything to add for that. Yeah, so, Mel, as you are holding Fleeple on your... Can't really hold him on your shoulders anymore, so if you are holding him, he'd either Oh, I would put him down back. to go in the okay. tunnel. Sounds good. So, as you put him down, Lance, you see an opportunity where the keys went, and you, just as she's putting him down, just... Grab the key out and pocket it into your own. Uh, nothing seemed to be changed. So you all are walking down this corridor back to the keep. You see the charred rat pile that Fleeple had charred coming out of the keeps there. And you find yourself in the cellar where all of these crates, barrels, wine, things of this nature, stock supplies are. So you're in the cellar. I assume you go back up to the main floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. As you go up to the main floor, you do notice in the main area that there seem to be a lot more commotion here, a lot more injured. Where there was just a few, maybe half a dozen, there's now over a dozen, if not pushing almost 20 people on tables, either covered or uncovered, receiving treatment. And you see Escobar is running around, and you see uh, the woman with the spear, she's with her children, and making sure that they're okay and her husband is actually on one of the tables as he's getting his leg bandaged up so is there a captain walking somewhere nearby or like somebody in a military status that we would be able to find out status report from without bothering other more important people uh as you take a look around there doesn't seem to be anybody here that's not injured that is actually in uniform other than escobar so, I mean, you could go over to the injured people and maybe get a report from them, but everybody else seems to be outside of this main area, probably either defending the wall or trying to utilize their services in a different way. Let's go talk to Escobar, then. Okay, Escobar! Escobar. As, you, as you see Escobar, he's running around, he's going over to the medics and going... Uh, you, you actually walk up to the medic table as he's talking to one and he goes you're all right you're all right lad you'll be fine all right it's a good thing you came when you did and the lad he's just a youth basically who got thrown into a uniform and you see that his right leg is cut off at the knee Uh, the rest of his body is intact but he's very pale and He's holding Escobar's hand and is just kind of grunting when the, while some of the medics and some of the women are dressing the wound and trying to soothe him and force something down his mouth at the same time. And Escobar goes, I'll come to check up on you later when you wake up, all right? All right. And he turns around and all of you are there and goes, Ah, well, if it ain't the defenders of the keep, they've come back from their mission. Well, were you successful? Uh, we were. We... Uh, chase some cultists out of the mill. What uh, happened here? It seems like there's a lot more wounded than there was last time. Yeah, we had a, a rush against the keep. About a year out, they tried to access us through the sally port. And, uh, my two 
my two guards that were there, they get quickly overrun, but we had everybody from the walls. They came down to help out, so we got it taken care of before it got too out of hand. Um, great. I'm glad that you were able to take care of that. Um, well, it is my does, job does to take the, care of things like that. You're you're not wrong. Uh, does the mayor happen to be anywhere about? I don't see him. See around? <sighs> Accursed. He won't listen to my advice. He's out on the parapets walking around, making sure that nothing is amiss. When that dragon could come back and blow him away in one bit, and then where would we be after that? If you could talk some sense into him and get him down here into the main room, Uh, you'd be doing me a favor, at least. Sure, we could try. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate your information. Okay, bye. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) And after that, he just rushes off somewhere else with his keys jangling. Ching, 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 ching. And his full plate mail, but he seems to be off... Has another task to try and, or another fire to try and put out, metaphorically. So, would you gentlemen care to join me on the parapets to tell the mayor what we know? In fact, I would. I've got an idea for how we might be able to get him down. Great. I will stay down here, if you don't mind. Shocker. <laughs> Last okay, time cool. everybody was on the parapets, you all looked like you were going to die. All right. <laughs> but we looked really cool while we were doing it, didn't we? Uh, you mean... did. You did. She did not. Who saved who on those pair? Okay, you know what? It doesn't. I wasn't on Let's the pair. Forget the mayor. <laughs> it r- really puts a new uh, twist on the the rule of cool. <laughs> but we looked cool doing it. People <laughs> sure uh, thought he did. As as we're departing from the main keep to head to the walls, I'm just giving Lance finger guns as I'm walking backwards, kind of SpongeBob style. <laughs> Water tribe. I don't know what that's like. But, okay. <laughs> you got this weird, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, best friend bro thing going on with <laughs> and Lance. I love it. I dig it. Okay, so Lance, as you stick stick downstairs in the main floor, Fleeple and Mal, you make your way up to the parapets. You still see that there are not as few arrows being exchanged from the people on the parapets most everybody seems to be hunkered down with shields in front of the arrow slits but but there doesn't seem to be any volleys coming over or people trying to climb the walls necessarily as you walk up the stairs you can clearly see the mayor talking to some 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 soldiers as then moves to another one talk to some other soldiers and he seems to be making his way down the line um still bad badly damaged the right side of his face is almost completely covered with that white cloth which is now getting a little bit stained he's hobbling on his right leg and his entire right side again is just charred and almost missing necessarily but his right arm is in that sling as he's taking the rounds around the parapets here All right, I go approaching towards the mayor, and I say, Oh, Lord Mayor, we have some news to report to you about what happened at the mill. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Please, what what, what is the news? Yes, in fact, I've got something to show you. I reach into my bag, and I pull out uh, the less fancy of the pendants, and Mm -hmm. uh, I go as if I'm about to hand it towards him, and I kind of trip and drop it down off the parapet to the keep below. And I'm like, oh, darn, let's, let's go find it. Let's walk and talk. Come, 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 come. Um, if you could go retrieve it and then come back, I, I, I must see to my men now. 
Well, they seem like they're doing pretty good, a lot better than you. Yeah. Uh, you have some wisdom there, young kobold. Uh, yeah, all right, fine. Let's let's go down and speak, maybe where there's not as many prying ears. So, And he follows you if you lead him down to the main gathering area outside of that main floor. All right, and so as we're walking down, I start explaining to him sort of the broad scale details we know that there is this cult of the dragon they've got a camp to the southeast in the caldera the dragon's name is lenathon they've got this leader named mondath who's in charge of this whole situation they have prisoners back at the camp just all of that kind of stuff okay so everything laying it out laying everything out on the line showing him the pendant as well okay thomas yes while they were going up to the parapet Lance would like to try and keep an eye out in this main thoroughfare for a kid or kids who looks like there is not a that their parents are not with them. Okay, kind of kids so we'll who look back. kids who look in distressed because and they don't have an adult around them. Okay, we'll get to that as soon as we're done with this conversation. We'll get right back to that while it's happening at the same time. Okay, so as Fleeple, you lay everything out on the line about what. You found out from this cultist. He looked to you, Mal, and, and to you, Fleeple. Well, where where is this individual where you got all this information from? Were you able to capture them? Or Well, we did capture him, but now he's off living a better life. So you let him go? Well, I wanted to hold on to him like a good constable, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the shade at Mal. Yeah, shading Mal tonight. <laughs> Mal will just run her tongue over her tusks. Like, I can't believe you just threw me under the bus like that. <laughs> We're supposed to be a team. <laughs> but he did give us a whole load of knives. I see. Mal, what was your reasoning for letting this individual go after they had nearly tried to kill you? Well, when you make a deal with someone, it's best to keep to the deal. The deal I made to get the information that we needed was to let him go. And that's what we did. You see, he just takes a deep breath. (sighs) I made a deal that I needed to make to get the information I needed. That's all. That's all I needed. Well, I can't fault you too much for that. I might have done the same thing in your situation if you brought him back here. Absolutely, thank you. I'm sorry. It's just been a a terribly long night. I'm sure. It's not even close to being over. (sighs) Well... If you, uh, this is, this is excellent news. Uh, it's definitely something that we can have to our advantage, that we have, that we're more aware of. But, look, why don't the three, um, actually, just the two of you, where's your third party, uh, member? I'll just thumb over my shoulder, wherever Lance happens to be shivering in fear. Which oh. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's... Probably taking the advice I was about to give to both of you. Why don't you both try and take some rest rest for the evening and see if you could preserve your strength. Maybe we'll need you tomorrow. We don't know how long the siege is going to last, so. And I sidle up towards the mayor and I say, let's make a deal. I'll take a rest if you take a rest. <laughs> wink, wink. Go to roll me a persuasion check. Ooh, honey, definitely going to give myself guidance on that because you none can. of us have good charisma. And by chance, a bard passes by singing inspiration. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a nine. Nine. 
Flapel, I, I do appreciate the concern that you have, but this is one of my responsibilities as mayor, is to ensure that the town is safe and is ready, in case something were to happen. I assure you, Escobar has pestered me many times, and he won't let me go a few more hours without taking some rest, so eventually, yes, I will have to, but for now, there are tasks to be completed. But you three, you've proven yourself time and time again here. Three, if my counting is correct, and I could use your full strength if something terrible were to happen. Um, just for your knowledge, I'm not sure if uh, this point was driven home super clearly earlier. Uh, the man that we did interrogate did say that there were prisoners at this camp. I'm not sure if the prisoners were from somewhere else, but they may be taking your own people. So in your war deliberations and strategy, um, you may want to be aware that they have taken prisoners and are not treating them. The word would be kindly. Do you want to send somebody in to perhaps liberate those prisoners? Uh, might be in your best interest. <sighs> yeah, I'm... It's something I've tried not to think about, as we couldn't get everybody from the village here into the keep. <laughs> that some people must surely have been taken prisoners. But I can't think of that right now. I have to ensure that this keep doesn't get overrun, or else we'll all be prisoners to this madness. I thank you, Mal, and who knows, maybe I'll be calling on you and your associates here to help me in that as well. But the, the three of you, go get some rest. And with that, he walks back up to the parapets. Lance! You were looking for some children who didn't have parents or were alone or frightened? Yes. Okay. Go and roll me just a general perception check here. Natural 20. <laughs> all of them are children. <laughs> they all <laughs> swarm you. Help me, help me. <laughs> you find a dozen children with the word orphan scroll. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what's the Christmas carol uh, thing? These are your children. Uh, I can't what? remember what he says. I don't remember that. Uh, where the children have words on their forehead. It's biz- anyway. What? That's bizarre. We don't need to go into that. <laughs> we're we're Charles Dickens reference. Um, <laughs> so as you scan the room, you see a lot of what you saw earlier. You see the woman with that spear. She is comforting her children. She's basically holding them as they have fallen asleep on her lap. You see some with their parents. You see some that are by themselves and they're just crying and then their parent comes over. But you see one girl in particular, she, not necessarily a child, but not necessarily an adult either. So maybe like a, a youth. And she's just sitting at a table by herself and she's holding a, holding a doll in her hands. I will go up to the table and uh, I assume that there's like multiple seats around the table but she's the only one sitting yeah imagine like cafeteria tables yeah, yeah. or just like long benches she's just at one of them yeah I yeah I'll go up to it and I'll just say excuse me may I sit down sure slide on over it's been a very rough night hasn't it I've been in here for most of the night. Are your are your parents with you? Uh or siblings no. or anything? No, my it's just me and my my dad and he he pushed me out the door 
out the back and told me to run and that he'd be right behind me. And now I can't find him. So I have to I have to imagine that he is just hiding somewhere else. Could be. Could be. It also seems like this isn't going to be over for quite a while, so it might take you a little bit of time to find him. What? Yeah. What's your name, young lass? Oh, my name? My name is Ardina. Ardina. That's a very pretty name. Thanks. It was my mom's. She died when she gave birth to me. I am sorry about that. Oh, I never knew her. Well... interesting that I should find you here. I accidentally, as I was running over to the keep, um, some of the guards were passing out funds for, for people just to, to kind of get by as we laid siege. Did you did you get your... Funds? Yeah, funds. Like gold, silver, things to get you by. Oh. Did you get your... I thought you said thought you said fun no no nothing nothing's fun about this nothing's fun yeah this is this is not a fun night it eh? is not yeah did you get your funds from the gods what money mm-hmm. oh i don't have any money really they didn't weren't g- they just giving that to the to the parents no no it was it was to everybody interesting oh well you know what i actually was able to get some of my belongings out of my house in town and so I don't really need these funds. Um, it seems like oh. they weren't able to get it to you. Here, I'll just I'll just hand them over to you. I'm gonna give her ten gold, five silver, and two copper. At most of this, she she looks down and she goes, uh, "Are you just handing them out like in a pouch or in?" I I'll just like take a bit of cloth that I have and like wrap them up in a cloth and just kind of hand them over to her. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Uh, as she looks at him, she goes. Her eyes kind of light up, and she goes, "Oh wow, I haven't seen these, these, uh, these sh- real, real shiny ones before." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Me and my dad, we just have we just have these silvers, and if we're lucky, so. Well, I th- I think that they're they're handing out these funds to to help people out while the siege continues, and and l- like we said, you'll you know, it it might be a while till you till you see your dad again, so. I think it'd be yeah. wise to, to hold on to these and to to spend them as carefully as possible in case you okay. need something before you meet up with your dad again. That's nice. Yeah, maybe I could, I could like buy buy some food or something. That's a very good, very good use of the money. Yes. And Molly, and she holds up her doll, mm. has been needing a new dress for a long time. I think that that would be a great thing to spend. On when you meet up with your dad again. Yeah. I'll give this to my dad, I think. Yeah. I'd say hold on to it and spend it very lightly until you till you meet up with your dad again. Okay. And, and you know, we all... We all... I, don't, I hated it when I was younger and people would sugarcoat things and make things sound nice and pretty when things sometimes were grim and we're facing a lot of harsh stuff like you said tonight so I want you I have one of these spares I'm going to take out one of the daggers just slide it over just for you to hold on to her just eyes get wide as you as you slide it over because I would imagine your father would like to know that you have something to protect yourself with or to cut her finger off with oh okay mm-hmm. 
I well, thank you, thank you, sir. Well, I'm sorry. I've I've been a little rude. I didn't ask what your name was. You can call me Lance. Lance. Sure. You can call me Lance. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lance. And Ar- Ardina, correct? Yeah, Ardina. Ardina. You remind me a lot of my sister. Protect yourself. Oh. Keep oh, yourself okay. safe. And I hope you can meet up with your dad soon when all this is over. Yeah. If you could help find him, that would be that'd be great. I'm not really great at finding a lot of things. So. Yeah. Um. For sure. Uh. What What's his name? Uh. His name is Morin. Morin. And what's what? Uh. I'm help. Uh. Just in case we get out of here, and I can look in the general direction. What? Where? Where were? You, where's your house? Not your house specifically, but what district did you live in? So I can, you know, I can keep an eye out or ask people if they've if they know anybody from that area. Oh, um, well, my house is that way, and she points northwest of where um, you currently currently is. Northwest side of town. That's all. Yeah, it's just over there. All okay. Right. Thank you for making sure I got this. Of course, of course. It was really nice of you. I, I, I didn't see them doing that, so I'm, I'm glad. I'll, I'll make sure my dad gets it. Yes. And keep yourself safe. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. You too. Could I have seen any of this interaction happening? The conversation with the mayor is is quite a while to relay. Okay. I mean, there's there's quite a lengthy amount of information. He's asking clarifying questions about like the the camp and stuff. And so, um, I would say if you do, it would just be that Lance had was walking away from a direction in that area. So, okay. um, I'm going to have to say no. That's fine. Great. Okay. So, you meet up together? Yes. Great. What I miss? We just talked to the mayor. Where you been? Uh, I was looking for something to drink. Oh, um, obviously. Well, I did win that competition after all. Shade! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have, after this whole mess, we're going to have a serious discussion about that, that contest. I mean, the... Sure, we can have it right now. I won. Oh. Oh. The daggers from Mal over to Lance. You watch yourself, elf man. All right, let's find ourselves a cot. Let's find ourselves three cots. Three cots would be best. (laughs) (laughs) Did we get get paid? Anybody? Did we get paid pre? I was gone for 20 minutes and... (laughs) You were gone for a drink for 20 minutes. You need to calm down. Hey, we're in the middle of a battle. It's kind of hard to just amble up to anyone and say, Hey, where's the bar? (laughs) Well, did you find a drink? No. (laughs) Then what were you doing for 20? Okay, anyway. I was looking. I was looking. Doesn't, whatever. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Let's go to sleep. And in the morning, we will collect from the mayor. He seems really frazzled. We're real frazzled. I got, I got, I need to sleep. Cool. Cool. Okay. Not a lot of cots in here, but plenty of room for you, for all of you to sprawl out. Corners, even down in the basement, even if you want to sneak down there, you could probably find yourself an area out of the way that could, that's where you could get a decent amount of rest. So what kind of a rest are you hoping to take? Long. Long. Long rest. Okay. So what we can say is you all start a long rest. And we'll see if anything interrupts you during the night. And I only need four hours of that. Okay, sounds La-dee good. La di da. I'm not not and to Fleeple and Mal, uh, <laughs> Fleeple and Mal. You both need the full six, right? Okay, sounds good. 
Well, when you go to bed, it's roughly it's roughly about ten o'clock in the evening or at night. So four hours go by, and Lance, you're awake. Okay. Um, Fully rested, full hit points. I'll just your hit dice are recovered if you ever spent them. No, I did not. Um, sweet. I will just check in on Mal and Fleeple just to make sure that they're there. Yeah, Fleeple is curled up, basically right next to Mal, and Mal has her like arm over Fleeple and like is hugging him uh, next to her next to her side. She's just on her back, just like slightly snoring. If only I could get an instant portrait of this. While I have two hours, I'm actually going to try and find somebody. I'll try and find uh, Escobar or just like a person who looks like they're giving out orders and try and and ask them, saying, is there anybody here who basically can identify unusual slash magical objects? Okay. As you go up to the main area, most of the people are sleeping in here. There are some in the medic areas. Like, all the lights are dimmed now as it's two in the morning and so families are quiet everyone's trying to stay quiet as quiet as you can running through and giving out orders and being in plate mail but you do see escobar still assisting where he can just making his rounds in the main area here he's putting like a few blankets over people as they might be cold you can approach him um excuse me uh escobar is it yeah it's escobar Hi, um, we, in our helping out of the mill, we found some mm-hmm. some objects that I would like to get identified that we took off some of the assailants. Right. Um, you're looking like for a jeweler? No, uh, someone who can, who can uh, identify unusual objects, maybe a purveyor of those, if, if one is part of the keep, or maybe like a merchant who came in who does this sort of usual thing. I don't know. Just shot yeah. the duck. Well, all the merchants that were here magically disappeared at some point throughout the night, so I've got no more merchants that I can direct or uh, direct you to, but, I mean, w- w- what items are you looking to get? Um, specifically, this scroll. Oh. It's kind of magical-ish. Arcane runes, just wondering, just... Hey, yeah. I was going to offer my services. I could usually value something being... I know it's stereotypical, but being a dwarf, I could usually say how much something is. But uh, magic I'm not too too keen on. Yes, uh, I, I think that's the main thing I'm looking for, is someone not necessarily telling right. me the value of an object, but right, telling right, me if it right, has right. unique capabilities. I, uh, mm, Well, there's no one here that I really know that fits that description. Okay. So I figured... I, uh, we're kind of a small town here, so don't have a lot of wizards coming through here, you know. <laughs> of course, that was awkward. And as, okay. as, <laughs> as he starts to laugh, some people rustle and just... <laughs> he goes, I mean, I wish I could help you more. No, no, no. But especially after taking care of the mill. But no, no. Oh, we do need to uh, get paid. His demeanor instantly changes from like, thank you, thank you, get paid. You'll get paid, don't worry. I didn't know if I was supposed to bring it up to you or not. I, don't, I didn't know the I answer. bring it up when we're no longer under siege, all right? Good plan, good plan. Okay. All right. Thank you. Oh, one there more you thing. <laughs> ah, sorry. 
What is it, elf? I'm looking, uh, well, dwarf, I'm looking for a particular person who might have come into the keep. Who knows, maybe you know a lot of the townspeople. Uh, Morin, he lives in the northwest part of town. Hey, Morin. Has anybody heard of him being able to get to the keep or any word of... Well, I, I saw his lass and uh, I didn't see didn't see him. And he kind of whispers, he goes, I don't think he's made it, to be honest. Okay. I happened to run into his, his daughter, who was looking pretty upset. So I think we might need to tell somebody, some person to maybe find accommodations for her. So she's not by herself. She'll be taken care of. In Greenness, we take care of our own. So if her father really has been gone on to the Defender, she she will be taken care of. But, and he points a finger, his finger he lifts his finger up, let's not write him off. Of course, of course. I know, him to, I know him to be a pretty scrappy individual. Of course. There's still people, I imagine, in the town still hiding and whatnot, not butchered or burned alive. Anyway, okay. Um, okay. Uh, just, awkwardly. <laughs> just awkwardly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I'll just like wait. Okay. Sounds good. Two more hours go by, and Fleeple and Mal, you both wake up tired. Oh, Mal, your body is aching, but you get your full hit points, full spells restored back to you, and if you did spend hit dice, they are restored back to you or at least half of your hit dice are restored back. You do feel, although not fully refreshed, you feel that you could make it through another day, (laughs) at the very least, if need be. All right, so all of you wake up, and Lance is just whittling on something, probably, or... You're up! Is there any uh, potatoes about I could really do for a little bit of hash brown? I mean, as you all know, I can produce flame pretty well. I like to think I'm a decent cook. That's what, uh, that's what Bevan always tells me. Oh, Bevan. Maybe some over-easy eggs. <laughs> the quest for potatoes. Want some bacon. <laughs> some hash. All right. Um, as all of you are waking up, you hear the familiar clanging of keys just start jingling, jingling and jangling down the way, specifically down the stairs to where all of you were... I imagine uh, had found some places to rest in the cellar where it was a little bit darker and a little bit quieter. And Escobar, he pops his head out and goes, Hey, the three of you, quick, come with me. And he just runs off. As we go, I'll cast Major Armor on myself again. Hey, there you go. As we're running, I'll just look at Fleeple and just be like, I assume we're not running to get paid. Okay. As Escobar, as you... He's waiting for you at the top of the stairs. He motions for you. Come on. Because it's still really late. It's still four in the morning. He goes, follow me. And he starts to slowly walk up the parapets. uh, Up to the parapets. Do we we have to go? (laughs) Up the parapet. I'm just going to like very like slowly walk behind keeping my head down the whole time. Okay. As he slowly walks all of them, you see the mayor is there. And he's rubbing his eyes and seems to have just been woken up himself as the mayor looks over and he goes, Ah, yes. Thank heavens you were here. Remember when I said I might have needed to call on you if things got real bad? And he points to the east and he says, Well, I think they're about to get real bad. He, he sees that there are some torches 
a line of torches moving eastwards away from the keep towards another larger building. Not necessarily a stone structured building, but a, a building that is a lot larger than most of the others in this town. Fleeple, as your eyes go to this building, you recognize this as the Temple of Bahamut. The mayor whispers to all of you, I'm afraid that these cultists are going to take out some of the rage on the, the temple over there and all the people that are trapped inside of it. Why would why would a cult of dragons literally want to attack a temple for dragons? There are different types of dragons in this world. Those are the evil dragons trying to take out the good dragons, and I am not going to let them do it. And I just turn to start heading down the stairs toward the temple. Flavor, flavor! Wait, flavor <laughs> yeah, the mayor goes, wait, wait, flavor, flavor, hold on. And I do flavor. like... Good constable, uh, good constable. I do flavor. like a... Uh, on one foot and then turn around and start skulking my way back over there. <laughs> and he goes, I appreciate your, your zealousness to rectify this matter or to protect these individuals. I, I figured you want most of the information. From what we can gather, there's a good two dozen individuals trapped inside. And I, well, I just wanted confirmation that you wouldn't be going in alone and that the two other team members... We're going to be able to assist you in this endeavor. Send my men, but we're stretched thin as it is, and we can't send somebody from one side of the town off to the other. And you've already proven yourself that you can stealth your way through town without getting, drawing too much attention to yourself. I'm... Wait. Do you want us to go to this temple, protect two dozen or more people from an untold number of cultists? Not protect. Bring them back here. Bring them back through the grate that you snuck through and get them back into the keep. So three so we people escorting two dozen people halfway across town. And he looks at you, Lance, and he goes, if I were capable, I would go myself. But as you can see, and he points to his arm in a sling, not fit to go there. And if I don't know if you were looking at the bodies piling up on the tables down there. We do not have a lot of options. I know this is a difficult task. It might even be impossible. I'm just asking that you try. I'll just look over at Mal, because I know what Fleeple thinks. Just give her, like, a puzzled, like, what are we supposed to do look. She'll kind of return with a, a shrug of her shoulders, like, do we have a choice? And out loud she'll say, I think we should do it. Oh, that that's not, no. <laughs> I know I don't want those people to burn. Fleeple certainly doesn't. And I don't think that you do either. Regardless of whatever facade you try to put on. I'm not, it's not a facade. It's literally, I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm not saying you'll die, but you are, of the three of us, the most sneaky. If anybody's going to get those people back safe, it's going to be you. We still have a few hours before daylight. We might be able to get them back. I'll just look over at the mayor and say, our payments tripled. Fine. Absolutely. If you can bring all of those individuals back, I'll triple your payment. Through the same grate? It's worked for you before. I'll just start. I don't see why it couldn't work for everybody else. All right. Then let's go before daylight comes. All right. <laughs> Escobar, as you walk away, and he goes, Hey, adventurers. And... He asks you to halt, asks you to stop. He walks up to all of you, and to each one of you, he individually puts his hand on your chest or just below your chest and firmly and looking you straight in the eye and goes, May the Defender be with you. 
does it to Lance, does it to Mal, and does it to Fleeple. That was awkward. Okay. And then he, he runs back to the mayor. Is there a return response to that? Is, is it just a meet you two or I you just, as well? Or? I just take it as I got touched by a dwarf. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like a cough. You don't really say excuse, you know, like, oh, excuse you. Yeah. <laughs> bless, bless you. Oh. Yeah, bless you. No. There's a lozenge. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, I guess. Let's go. Okay. So you go down to the grate. Mm-hmm. You pass by that really stinking pile of charred rats. I grab one and start chewing on it. Okay. <laughs> it's true, we didn't find potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and as you open the grate, we'll find out what happens next. <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us for this week's episode of iCast Fireball. Really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast here. It means the world to us that you would just consider taking the time to listen as we know that there are a ton of different actual play 5e adventures. So thank you for taking that time. If you're feeling generous or if you feel like we're doing a good job, we'd love it if you could leave a five-star review on the streaming service of your choice. Whatever you can do, leave a positive review. That'd be wonderful. As I'm sure you're aware, it gets us more exposure to other adventurers that might be looking for a new podcast to start. Also, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we have an email address you can reach us at. It's iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com. That's all undercase iCastFireball with the numbers 2020 at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to us, whether it's with constructive criticism, whether it's with praise, whether it's with a joke, whether it's something you want us to read on the podcast, we'd love to do it. That's going to be this week's adventure. As always, I'm Thomas, your DM. We have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Good night, everybody. 